Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG-13. Live from the back alley parking lot behind the Orpheum Theater where they don't validate parking in downtown L.A. It's the Race Chaser coverage of the grand finale of Drag Race Season 7. After months of edging you along, it's time for the big finish. We've got all the Season 7 queens on stage together. Performances from one-third of the top three. A star-studded audience full of queens and celebs. And RuPaul giving hostess with the mostess in silver. Are you ready for a queen to be crowned? Who will it be? The glamour toad? The sleeping beauty? Or the confident cunt? Stay tuned for the galmer. A galmer toad. <laughs> the galmer. The gloaming hour. M. Oh. Mom! Race Chaser! Hello. Uh, hello, hello, hello. Heather <laughs> <Have a> Hadley. <laughs> hello. <laughs> Welcome back to Race Chaser. Race Chaser. A podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Race, Drag Race. Starting from the very beginning. This is the beginning. Uh, my name's Alaska. What's yours? Hello, I'm Willem. You know that we are back in a season seven type of groove. And you know, Willem, when it comes to my feelings for you, there are no gray areas. Oh, thank you. And when it comes to, um, when it, when it comes to, um, come, it's hopefully also not gray. You want a nice milky off-white. Okay. I what I think. I have is a question. That, is that eggshell or bone? Is that taupe or puce? <laughs> puce. Puce. Honey, if your cum is puce, go to the doctor. I come in puce. <laughs> um, can I ask a question? May I ask a question? Yes, of course. Are we covering Canada versus the world? Are we not? I would like to. It's a hot question. I don't know why we wouldn't. Can that be our next one? Do we have to fight the Chop Girls for it? I need to check in about their programming to see what they have slated. Because as you so eloquently 
uh, said on a recent episode. Eloquently? (laughs) Eloquence. Um, You listed about 14 franchises that were coming out. So they often get their pick of what countries they want to do. So let me see. You let those hoes do Italy. They love a carbonara. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to Joseph and I'll let you know. Maybe I'll have a oh. real real time answer during this episode. Maybe they can be real. Yes. Are you on be real? No, not yet, but I might because you seem to be having a lot of fun on it. Yeah, you should get a it's a death yeah. cult. This what? is how their marketing works. Oh. <laughs> I've gotten everyone on the tour on to be real and I didn't even like it like two weeks ago. So this is how it works. The weird thing is I've been on the train like every day for the past, I don't know, month. And in the past week, I've heard three different people near me talking about Be Real and explaining it to their friends, being like, I kind of hate it, but I'm kind of addicted. It's a death cult. And then one girl was like, I'm tired of this girl on Be Real always taking bad pictures of me with no filter. And then I looked at her and I was like, oof, I'd be tired of looking at that face too. I get it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, But last week on season seven... We talked about it was a really riveting episode for us to dive back in with. Yeah, honey, I could have changed a tire and it would have been more interesting um, because (laughs) it was not a masterful piece of television programming. I wish you would change your attire because (laughs) this outfit, honey. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Is this Chanel? Is this Chanel? It's a free shirt that I got in 2008. Oh, I thought it was a custom Chanel tweed suit, but I guess I saw it no. wrong over there. I the, do have on uh, panties, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, so last week was season seven, and we relived our favorite uh, season seven moments. And it was definitely fun to explore and endure a very worthwhile episode. But now we are on to the finale yes. of season seven. And this brings us to season seven, episode 14 of Reunited. And they call it Reunited, which I was confused. I was like, are they doing a reunion? Is this where they're going to crown a winner? Because, like, nowadays they just call it the grand finale, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't know who's don't doing the Don't toy with me. Don't, don't toy toy titter this with is, me. This is not a reunion in any way. They give the girls one line each. This is not a reunion. Uh, this is a uh, pomp and circumstance leading up to the crowning of a winner. But now, at least they're not making the girls go to the El Portal in the fucking valley anymore. Now they're in the Orpheum. Oh, this was the Orpheum, darling. I think this was the first Los year of the Orpheum. Darling. Yes, very much so. And it was the grand finale of the RuPaul's Drag Race. There were dolls aplenty in the audience. We saw... That was the most fun part for me for this episode was uh, spotting all the girls in the audience. They're oh, all yeah. there, honey. And I like spotting the girls that weren't clapping hard enough or not oh. happy. Um, nooching? Nooching. There was definitely nooching in the audience. There was one point that Mimi just went like this. <laughs> Mad. Gave two big claps. Two claps and a snap for a body not like that. Um, Tyra, Tyra Snatches was there. Um, she was. Tyra was sitting right in the front row. She said, honey, if I'm coming, you better put me right in the front. You better put I me need right guaranteed in front of the placement. camera. Also, Manila was right up there on the front, too, because she had to sit in the front because she had giant tusks on her bazooms. Why was she dressed like a woolly mammoth? I think she was promoting a um, song where it was like a dinosaur or prehistoric. Was she dressed like a snuffleupagus? 
No, she was doing like a dinosaur themed video and this was like promo for that. Okay. We saw, we saw um, Mimi on first. We saw Detox. Detox Sharon. and Sharon were sitting next to each other. And I just, I, I would like to inspect the underside of their pinky nails because I know. <laughs> I was going to make that, a cocaine joke too. On that night, in that seating chart, <laughs> you, there you was know. not a white powder left in the building. I can guarantee uh, you that. And then Raja that. was in that row too, honey. <laughs> And Raja was out of drag, so she didn't even have heels or nothing to hold her back. You didn't care, not at all. Uh, Milk was there, Porkchop was there, Jinx Monsoon, Delta Work, Coco, mm-hmm. Ben de la Creme. And I, I saw remember- Dallas, Dallas Coulter. Oh, Dallas Coulter was there? Her. She was in, in drag in a black wig, very gorgeous. Oh, Dark Lady. Yes, I saw Lady Red. Lady Red got some great screen time. We love Lady Red. Lady Red was there. I saw the pit crew next to Coco Montrese. Naked. Uh, Do you think they were allowed to wear shoes? I'm not, I'm really not sure. And I don't think I'm at liberty to comment on that. I bet they were freezing. No, I'm not trying to make RuPaul upset. Um, (laughs) You're not? (laughs) No. I thought the other name of this podcast was Willem trying to make RuPaul upset. (laughs) <laughs> that's the alternate title. Yeah, that's Baby. on Mom uh Mom Negative. Oh, Mom Negative, yeah. Oh, what a way. Is that maybe a girl? There's this drag queen that really stands out in all the wide like above the head audience shots and she's uh-huh. got blonde, straight, long hair and I she's saw her really too. Uh is that maybe a girl? Maybe. It's not. Maybe. There's a girl with the Maybe. eyeball purse. I saw her. I saw her in it. Um, we can talk about the queens that are on stage, too. There's... Uh, no. 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 Tempest DiGiorno. Um, it's it's DiGiorno, not delivery. Honey, it's um, not delivery, toots. Don't get it twisted. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about their looks, because they each get to come out and have their big moment. They ha- They are now famous... This mm-hmm. is their moment to be on stage in front of an audience. They are feeling the moment, feeling the love. Tempest du jour is giving mother of Christ. Mother Mary. Because she has children. So she's mother. Uh-huh. And she has mother a real one on her bottom lash. <laughs> um, Who and a white, a white tight. Now, Sasha Bell comes out looking like a dynasty diva. She has a black a straight gem. pumped up hair. This this is the leather ruche glove. She looks beautiful. <coughs> a little color spray for your nerve. Um, I have a dress very similar to this. The, is is that this Serena in India? Oh, I thought it was Melissa B. Fierce. And then is that India on the right? I thought that was Alexis yeah. Mateo. <laughs> Girl, all drag queens look alike. We do have Jasmine Masters, though, classing up the joint, coming in in lace and diamonds. Um, She's taking this moment. She looks absolutely exquisite. She's got a bell sleeve. I do love Uh, the the intro with the name. It's kind of like a a Chiron. Is that how you say it? mm -hmm. This is the only season that they've ever done it like this. It's very Housewives. Yeah, And they're blowing the girls out, making them beautiful. Mrs. Kasha Davis in an elegant gown that I could definitely see Vanna White wearing to turn some numbers. 
And he turned those letters around. She looks gorgeous. She's always a good time. She's got that classic red pulled back sort of chignon kind of moment going on. Mm-hmm. Candy Ho. She is beautiful. And this is the year of sculptural hair and updos for the girls. And Candy Ho has some uh, gravity-defying updo. Up updo. She does. Her hair tan. Um, also, the her dress gown is, is a fierce. strong tan, too. It's a big, like, belled out. It's very like the Ariana Grande moment where Ariana Grande, like, sits down on the ground and candy does that um and they give her ariana they give stole her the, it from her the wide shot from up above when you see that the gown is wider than the runway when she sits oh yes it is oh, a beautiful yes. gown she looks wonderful and oh, then we have bitch. max coming out with a little stick and a yellow coat with all the zodiacs on it she's holding a cane uh because she might need it. I don't know. Pork There's chop. pork chop in the audience. I love Max's jacket. I think she looks really cool and chic and modern and and fun. It's I giving like Riddler. <laughs> honey, Riddle be this, Riddle be that. You're giving Fiddler, honey. Um, uh, Jaden, do Riddle, our fears. Riddler on the roof. <laughs> Riddled on the roof. Um, <laughs> Jaden, do our fears looks beautiful in a. Uh, this was this was the beginning when they had the sequins that were two two different uh, tones, and she she does the thing where she they changes colors. She right, she drags her hand across the front of the gown to show this is a reversible sequin, bitch. Because I think reversible sequin was like a brand new uh, like Who's the new one in the and blue hair scene. I Who's see James blue there. Hair? There's a blue hair queen Donde? in the audience. Hold on. Donde? After Jaden. She's right there in front of the black-haired queen in the blue. Pause. Oh, okay. she's dressed as a clown? Yeah. And then there's one in the back with black hair. You see her? Looking like a Michelle Visage stunt double. No, uh, further back. Chanel? No, Chanel would not be that far back. There's, um, what's his name? Jeffrey Dammit, I think his name is. Wow. Anyway, Miss Fame comes out looking beautiful. The very... Essence of Linda and Evangelista in Mugler. It's impeccable. Yes, she's recreating the Evangelista from the Too Funky music video. I see I'm sure it's Gareth Sparrow. Yeah, she looks absolutely gorgeous. Trixie Mattel comes out looking like a Barbie blood clot. Just pink on pink on pink. (laughs) Yes. This, This eyebrow is an atrocity. It's Uh, so so wild because... It's so wild to believe that this person has become Trixie Mattel. Like <laughs> she looks so different. I think she her makeup has just come so far. Uh, in it's come from in away, honey. Years. Who's um, that? Is that is that Tammy Brown? Is that Big D? There are so many queens. So really, many queens. I mean, this was the moment. Um, they they all showed up, but. But Trixie Mattel uh, looks like like um, the beta version of Trixie Mattel. Uh huh. The AI version, walking. Right. There um, is Katya a- is giving us a sparkle cat suit with a sort of Twin Peaks inspired like cape sort of moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was Sheik David from Slick It Up in the audience. Are. Oh yeah. Definitely, I think. 
uh, yelling for Katya. And then we have Kennedy Davenport. She comes out with a yellow reveal oh. coat, and then she throws it into the audience. She said, I don't need this no more. She said, take this away. I'm done with it. She is stoned, stone, stone, stone. Even no the hands her. are covered. The, the hands are stoned. I mean, this is very, this is pre-Balenciaga. She looks absolutely incredible. And this hair, uh, the sculptural hair. High marks for Kennedy Davenport here. Mm-hmm. This is a delivery. She said, she said, give me applause. She said, give me, darling. Yeah, I just, Dummy I wish Bezos. the, I wish the course. Bezos. Yeah, beauty, beauty. Ginger Minge in a little blue, um, uh, cocktail dress with some yeah. chiffon. She looks beautiful. Her makeup does, looks great does. tonight. Her hair is blonde. big. Um, yeah, she looks great. She oh, looks whoa, cool. that blonde, that pink hair girl. Who was that? That's somebody that we know. Oh, Honey Mahogany. It was Honey Mahogany in pink hair. Oh, oh yes, yeah. Honey Mahogany looks great out there in the audience, mm-hmm. honey. No, and then we have this ginger look is an example of color spray. Is that true? Yes. Well, very on much her so. forehead. Yeah. And yeah. One uses that instead of makeup to blend like the wig line. Well, it's not yes. a wig line. It's her natural hair. Oh, okay. And then it's a wig that was probably a blonde hair that she sprayed a root into. And then that root would match what she sprayed on her face and in her natural hair, which is slicked back. Work. It is a lot of work. Wigatry. Especially if you sweat. Um, Ginger oh, looks beautiful. She oh, does. She... she looks really cute. Um, Pearl looks great. Pearl is giving just sort of like topes and 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 pearls. Uh, pearl and colors. Pearls. I mean, she's really giving the color of pearl. The hair is like a sort of. Is that Tranica? Is that in the maybe blonde? a girl oh, that's in the blood? Yeah, and that's then Mimi over there. Who is that? Who is she? Because she's pulling my. She's pulling focus. Is it, oh, wait, is it, um, is it Sasha, um, from San Fran, Dallas's friend? That's oh. not Sasha Soprano. No, she would be taller. Never mind, you're right. And then Violet comes out, and I think this is the last time Violet wore something off the rack. It's a discount universe little cocktail dress, sequins on the front, nothing on the back. Uh, looking cute, but. This is off the rack? It's a discount universe dress, yeah. Well, she looks fucking incredible. I mean, she really makes it look like a million bucks. Um, uh, uh, Violet's got these fucking really pointy heels on. She looks fucking cool and good and great. And of course, mm-hmm. for the final three, this isn't their final moment. This isn't this isn't their grandest moment. This is just a moment because they get to come out a few times and really. And Give I mean, they get what like three different looks this episode. So they yeah. can really let us as, have it multiple times. As Jasmine Kennedy would say, this is just the entrance look. Oh, this? Oh, this? <laughs> this is just the entrance, <laughs> the entrance look. look. Jasmine Kennedy, friend of the pod. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, this is RuPaul in her... Um, is this like... I feel like this look is iconic for some reason. She used this look for something. The silver with the blonde hair. Is this her Christmas Honey, ornament? she looks cool... This is, it's always such an event when you get to see RuPaul, like, in drag, in front of an audience. It never happens. Oh, and she points at Miley Cyrus and says, you. You, Because Miley Cyrus is right there in the front row. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, this is this is beautiful. It's this feels very like cocktail gathering. It doesn't feel like very high stakes. Well, she likes to keep it comfortable, darling, because we all know that the filming of the reunion episode is a very long, dreadfully boring process. It's an exciting episode because a winner gets chosen, the stakes are high, but being there, by the time the end of the episode happens, half the audience is gone and the other half is asleep because it's a marathon day. You can't. And so RuPaul is like, put me in a fucking silver shower curtain, put a belt on it. I do not want to pad. I do not want to fucking print, pluck, and do all this in the corset and the kakarakukaki, ba, 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 ba. I hate to disagree, um, but I... You do? Love... Yeah, I hate it. <laughs> um, when have you ever hated that, though? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, well... When I went to the season five reunion or finale, I had a great time because Michelle Visage actually requested that I sit next to her because out of all the people, she's like, who can I tolerate for that long? And we had fun. We kikied and we garbled and gunked about the girls. And you guys were friends. So it's when we were friends. Um, Hmm. uh, And I had a lot of fun. And I think I stayed the whole time. Uh, That was the olden days. By the time this happened... Yeah, this was season seven. After they took it out of the valley, I said, nope, I'm not going downtown paying for parking. Um, and that <laughs> was another for thing. For, for for season four, I remember I had to pay for my own parking at the El Portal Theater. How disgusting is that? <laughs> and I asked about, is anybody going to validate this or whatever? And by the end, yes. nobody still had validated it. So I was like, Wow, I'm really paying for my own parking to come to work for you guys today for an episode I'm not getting paid for. That's that's, that's how World of Wonder treats people, people. If you're listening to this podcast, I don't complain for nothing. The disrespect of that happening, of them not even paying for someone's parking who lives in the town, that like they didn't have to fly there. They should have been very anxious to pay for my parking. Like, here, let us do this for you. Nope, this is who we're dealing with. So RuPaul looks lovely. I'm I'm so glad that she's here and has given so many opportunities to so many of us drag queens. Uh, what do you think uh, of this uh, attempted production number? I think I this attempted production number is disgusting because I do not <laughs> respond to a whistle like a fucking dog. If somebody whistled and expected me to come on stage, baby, they would have another thing coming. Because when they wanted me to dance and prance around on season four reunion, that certainly wasn't happening. I did not do that. And to re- to reply well, to a whistle a pr- like a fucking dog, this isn't the sound of music. They're not Von Trapps. They're fucking <laughs> drag queens. But they're referencing Kasha Davis doing it in the Glamazonian Airways Challenge. Nobody fucking yeah. remembers that. Uh, I didn't Nobody recognize that, but now I do. If, no, yeah, no. This- no, this was a merciful moment because they didn't make the girls learn choreography. They said, okay, when the music starts, go stand in your spot and we will cut to the audience going, ooh, ah, yeah. Like, it was a merciful moment because getting these girls after they've all been sent home, getting them to learn a one, two, five, six, eight step, eight count. And you know they were all up teeth. at Mickey's the night before. 
And everyone is like, I can't, no, I can't do arms in this outfit. Honey, it's sculpted. No. I can't, I can't lift my arms in this. So maybe we're going to have to change. No, it's, it, <laughs> this was a merciful moment. They said, the music starts, go stand in place. And then we'll start the fucking show. <laughs> and then we're going to take a break. Yeah, let's do that. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time all in one place all on your terms. We all know everything is online these days and it's important to stand out. Good web design will engage your audience. You know it's true. Right, and a business needs a website to feel real. And that's why Squarespace is so important. The good people at Drag Queen of the Year use it with great success. It's true, we did. We said we need a website and we need it fast. And guess what? Squarespace is fast and it looks really good. You don't have to know code or anything. Yeah, Squarespace has Fluid Engine, a next generation website design system. It's never been easier. Start with a best in class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile. Plus, you can easily sell your products on an online store. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. And the analytics are detailed and very helpful. Learn where your site visits are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. You can even build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. They've got it all. So check out squarespace.com slash drag for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code DRAG, drag. to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash drag. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. That was a reduction number. And also, there's a lot of catcalling going on. People in oh, the yeah, audience Jiggly's are there yelling, screaming at Ru- while RuPaul is trying to talk. And you know that Mother Ru does not like that. I bet those She doesn't even repeat herself. The out. There's no. one. I think people are talking over Ru as much as I talk over you in this podcast, honestly. <laughs> um, there's a point where there's like a joke and everybody's still laughing and caterwauling and RuPaul just railroads it and keeps going. She's like, come on, let's get They'll us out of here. They'll post. Yeah. You know they will. The Dancer Boys are beautiful. Um, we have Michael Silas. We have um, other boys who are beautiful. I have a question. I watched this on Paramount Plus and I did not see Violet's number. Or Pearls. Yeah, or Well, that was a mercy. But Wait, I saw Ginger... Cut- yeah, it's cut out of Paramount Plus. I had to get Callie to run me this download from somewhere. Yes, Calpurnia Adams, legend <laughs> and friend of the pod. Thank you, girl. Why was it cut, do you think? 
maybe music clearance. But they wrote original songs for them. Bad ones. I know, but maybe the writers pulled or something. Maybe they didn't I like would. The, I watched it on Apple TV and it was fine. It had everything. Was it still there? But yeah. you already own, you've owned it for a while, right? Or you were streaming. It. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, I don't. They cut, they cut to Dallas during Ginger's shot and she's doing this face. Okay. What do we, well, okay. What do we think of Ginger's number? Ginger's number is fine. It's, uh, it's, it's stupid to have Ginger do a lip sync number when she's so talented with her voice and she could have sang something really wonderful and showed people why she should have won. But they knew that if they actually let Ginger sing, it would have been a, it would have been a rap for Violet because Ginger is great with a mic and she can speak and she's wonderful. This song she's great in too, but like if someone is so talented and they don't let you use all your talents and all the skills in your box, I think it's a waste. Who is that blonde? Um, that was Kelly Mantle right there in the oh. front. Um, the, then RuPaul comes. Oh, oh Courtney, Courtney Conkers, the drag governor featured heavily. Uh, RuPaul comes skulking out of the shadows like fucking Ursula the Sea which like she's in total darkness and then like walks out and like is suddenly in the light and is like, what did you think? <laughs> but th- listen, they give you one minute, they give you a song, so you're really at their mercy and I think Ginger did what was what needed yeah. to be done. She knew every single word. She gave beats of like high energy performance. She gave beats of comedy. Uh, I don't know how much input they have in this, but I mean, the backup dancers were really, they were helping. They were not drawing attention away from her. And I thought she did really great. And this was the first year that this happened. Like the season six tops didn't do like an original number, but then they started doing this before they moved on to a lip sync Smackdown. Well, season six, I think the finale happened in Vegas too, right? They couldn't have Miss Courtney act upstaging RuPaul. They did a little opening song. Uh, My name's Bianca, and I don't sing, but I'm in the top three. Right. My name is Courtney, and I'm in the top three. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is... <laughs> Pray and slay. Okay, well, Ginger, then Ginger's we hem, get... Ginger's sitting on this little chair where her feet don't touch the ground. And oh, she yes. looks like a, a floating little like car dashboard ornament. It's very cute. She is, this is her levitation act. This is actually her talent. Um, <laughs> this, this is the last time RuPaul ever got close to the girls, too, by the way. Well, like yes. Close, to, um, close enough that you could give her a handshake. And then when she realized that, she's like, no, let's back them up. Ginger looks like one of the floating um, fairy uh, helpers in From Sleeping Beauty. In Sleeping Beauty, fully. <laughs> yeah, she definitely. She's giving looks Flora like... and Fauna, and Mer- she's giving Meriwether. Honey, Meriwether. Meriwether. Uh, this isn't. The, I mean, the judges do nothing. They just say, "Good job, sweetie. We're, we're so proud of you. You made it here, honey. You did." There's no. I mean, they're not going to critique the girl on the final on the final mm-hmm. episode. Um, but RuPaul gets in a few questions, and this is sort of like a, a an ad hoc 
question and answer portion of a pageant. Mm -hmm. Though I think the name is already on the track. I don't think any of this really has to do with very much. No spoilers, please. I don't think this has to do with anything. I, I think this is all, you know, this is all a nice formality. And it's a last chance for the contestants to say their philosophy and really, like, lay out, you know, who they are. So you're saying RuPaul's a liar because she specifically said she's not sure who the winner is. I'm going to tell RuPaul well, maybe she's a liar. liar. Huh. Maybe she's not. Okay, well, we'll see. After this break. So you don't, so you don't oh, think the name was on the check already? I mean, I don't know. What if someone really fucked up? Like, what if someone fell over and bombed and, you know, maybe it would change things, but that didn't happen. I'm- I, I'm not sure if they did have a name on the check. I mean, it's this is one of those drag race things that'll go down in history that we'll just never know. Um, like, why aren't the pit crew wearing shoes? We'll never know. We never like, will know. We won't know. We'll, how will they know? How uh, will the, they know? The... Uh... The the emotions run high uh, when Ginger gets a message from her dad, and um, this was really Darian heartfelt. Lake. Yeah, this was Darian. a really heartfelt moment. And then a question from David? the audience comes from Darian Lake. Ginger, is it time for a big girl to win? And Ginger says very eloquently, it's not time for a big girl to win. It is time for a big girl to win, but not because I'm big, because she worked her ass off to get here. Yep. Good answer. And she really did. She really performed well in almost every challenge. She was only in the bottom once to lip sync. And she did a fabulous job this season. Um, and she has a husband that is not her hus- current husband that was seated in the audience. No. Uh, oh, there's Alexis Mateo, though, sitting in front of the pit crew. Uh, hell yes. RuPaul um, says I think Ginger queens. nailed this. Me too. And her interview? Flawless. Yeah, she had laughs, she had tears, she had really strong points. I don't remember really Violet's interview points. that much. Did Violet, did they cut it? They cut all of, the whole segment you saw of Ginger, Violet and Pearl are cut out on Paramount+. Plus. Why? That's so strange. Their you guys, interviews are also less consequential. Like, they're not as emotional. Yeah, but hmm. like, for Gin- Ginger, you're, it feels like she won. And then for it not to happen like that, especially with the other girls stuff, oh, Derek Barry... Courtney, that was Courtney Egg. No, was it? You shady no, cunt. no, it wasn't. Where? It's Go back. Jiggly oh, that is Courtney. Courtney. Oh shit! <laughs> you did Girl. not really think. No, I did. I thought it was Derek. No, <laughs> y'all, y'all three just need to start a new girl group. Oh my god! Wow, I can't believe I thought that was Derek. Courtney, I did not mean that. I'm sorry. We're sisters, but we all do look alike. Yeah. Uh, a little bit. A little bit. So we get the next performance, which is from Pearl, and this is called Sleepwalker. And these which boys is a cute are all, song. These boys are all in unicorn onesies. There's Morgan McMichaels. I feel like the unicorn onesies detracted from the sort of... I mean, the song is sort of sexy and sultry. I don't understand why they're in, like, fluffy, like, nighttime because, sleepover costumes. Like I, don't I mean, I that. think you said it because it's sleepwalking and they're in sleepover costumes. So but... put them in silk pajamas. The song is not comical in nature. And so yeah. it just 
it was it was disjointed for me in its appearance overall. I, I agree with you, and I think that um, uh, they're n- they'll never be Megan Trainer. So why are they wearing unicorn ones? <laughs> uh pearl however looks so gorgeous absolutely exquisite a white gown a sort of white sort of old hollywood marcel wave gorgeous you know jewels she looks great she flubbed some of the words in the song uh which i'm sure they had one day to learn the fucking thing so i i can't fault her for that and she probably thought this whole conceit was stupid. She probably was like, this song is dumb. I don't like it. And I'm just going to like get through it. Yeah. I mean, she's not wrong. Yeah. Um, I do think that she knew she wasn't going to win the whole time. You think? Um, oh, yeah. She's not dumb. There's a lot of things okay. people can say about Pearl, but she's not a stupid idiot. She knows what's up. <laughs> She knows that she was being kept around because she was the drama of the season. I mean, after it was very clear online from the fans after her and Pearl, after her and Trixie lip synced that they think Trixie should have stayed. So Mm. maybe that probably got back to Pearl and she probably saw the same episode that we all saw when the lip sync happened. And she may have thought that Trixie won that too. There's Fifi and April Carrion. Fifi's wearing the All Stars Two talent show look. I know that like it's that the good... same hair. It's the same dress. And the ball, it's like the blue velvet Balmain uh, knockoff. Yes. Yeah, it's gorgeous. I would wear it too. No, wait, it's it's I'm not that. I'm going out tonight. I'm gonna lose my mind. And that's April. Carry on. You described last time that you were about to go film All Stars. At this moment? I think so. Okay. I think so, because because no, I mean, there's a question about All-Stars 2, and RuPaul's like, y'all know something that I don't, because we all still believe that All-Stars 2 was not happening. Mm, we believe got that. It, got it, got it. At this point in time. Uh, we get the video compilation of the Curse of Pearl, the idea being that anyone who crosses her immediately goes home, which is funny. <laughs> <laughs> And RuPaul uh, says, I have... Oh, wait. Oh, never mind. There's me. Uh, Oh, you look beautiful. We can't skip over me. (laughs) Oh, Alyssa Edwards. Xavier Mm -hmm. from California wants to know. This looks photoshopped. Pearl, is it just me? Or does everybody want to you? Yeah, I got to be on TV. How nice. Was it a paid appearance? No, bitch. Did you stay till the end? I did not, and I think I was late. I'm not in any of the audience reaction shots. I think Sorry. I showed up late, and I think I left. I think I had an early flight or something, but I remember leaving before seeing all of the performances. Huh. Did um, Did you sit in the row with Raja and Detox, if you know what I mean? No, I was further back. Oh. I was further back because I, I was asking a question. So they, they sort of put us all like down the aisle, sort of further back. Um, Violet looks like Vampire in her number. Yes, I, we get Violet's I, number. I don't remember it, but I'm sure that's a reveal, isn't it? 
I don't remember it because I tried to do my job and watch it again, and that was not possible. Please rip this dress off. Good. Okay, great. This is great. The girls, um, the the dancers slide out. I mean, this is great. Violet looks exquisite. She took this song they gave her, and she said, I'm going to do what I do best, and I'm going to do fierce, sexy, cunty, burlesque. She slowly takes off piece by piece. Oh, this and is this is this is really what what I think was meant to be done with this, you know, performance. She did absolutely everything that was asked of her here, and she looked perfect doing it. She's really good at doing that. She looks there's great. There's uh, our balcony of white judges clapping on the, the two and the four. Okay. Michelle Ross and Carson. Um, Not clapping on the two and the four. Well, they were. Um... Yeah, Violet's shaking her ass. Someone brings her a bow. Oh, I took my bra off. Lift me up now. Honey, add a lift. When in doubt, add a lift. See, the judge or the dancers here, they aren't wearing anything, you know, spectacular or show-stopping, but it isn't distracting. They're just wearing black tank tops and black jeans. They're wearing what I wear on a daily basis. But we've got some feather fan accents. We've got the feather boa. We've got some... I mean, there's a lot of visual interest happening here. and um, Which is important because there's no actual content here. Like, what is that supposed to mean? In the episode that I watched, there was no actual content. Because Violet's interview was gone. Pearl's interview was gone. Pearl's number was gone. Violet's number was gone. That's strange. Maybe it was just too good. It's Paramount Plus. I don't know. Like, I feel like I should talk to Paramount Plus and try to get a refund on Big Dipper's account, which I've been using for the past few months. Oh, my. (laughs) Yeah, that is strange. If anyone can weigh in on why huge segments of this episode are not currently available, please let us know. Oh, boom, boom, gone. Up, dude. I have a question. Why was there no glamour at DragCon this year? (laughs) I have a question. Who's paying for my FF hats? Oh my god. She's getting it. She Gina me. looks great. Gia Gunn, Beautiful. of course. Looks exquisite. This hair just to the to the sky, just a waterfall. This was of hair. the year of sculptural hair. It was. Um, so beautiful. And wait. Does Mimi I'm first also ask a question? In a hard front, yeah. Okay. What did she say? She said, uh, you were voted the shadiest queen. Who did you vote for and why? And Violet says, I voted for myself, bitch. Soy sincera. Si tu no tu adoros. Yes, the subtitles are in Spanish. Okay, so then... <laughs> Wait, I thought that was Portuguese. Uh, so then she gets videos... The judges basically don't say anything. And, and now Violet we get is to our wearing clothes. Thank you, Violet. <laughs> let's take a break. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and take a break, and then we'll bring out the rest of these bitches and blow a whistle to bring them out. <laughs> this is what they wanted. They wanted more classic. Give them just what they are. <laughs>
you think of this little reunionette? I kind of, I was kind of re-enchanted by Candy Ho. It seems like she grew up a little bit since her appearance the first time on the TV. And she was kind of like fun, like shady, but not offensive. And I'm wondering why she Mm -hmm. hasn't been back for All Stars yet. I don't know, dude. No, she's Um, very funny. She's very self-aware. She's like, you know what? I painted a beard on myself. I shouldn't have done that. She was very like self-effacing and, you know, just sort of like personable and like, and she did great. She said, you know, I just get my friends to paint me and do my hair and then I hit it. I go to the gig. I just started doing my makeup a month before I came to Drag Race. Right. Um, Like, she knows what's up. Yeah, and Rue goes down the line and she talks to everybody. She talks to a drag dad, a code cracker, a corn popper, and a very married lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's some right in there. We got uh, the drag dad is Tempest, the code cracker is Sasha Bell, a corn popper is Jasmine Masters, and a very married mm-hmm. lady is Mrs. Kasha Davis. Um, Sasha Bell. I love Sasha Bell's earrings. Um, so pretty. Then they're honey. like these long Heavy. crystal. I love crystal. These mm-hmm. long sort of door knocker. Ornamented. I love crystal. Sasha Bell is one of uh, one of my favorite looks here. I uh, mm-hmm. like. I actually have a dress that's similar to this. It's like the same color with with black piping, um, piping. on it. But I think she looks really cute. Uh, Jasmine Masters gets a fucking video message from Patty LaBelle. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that Patty concert that we went to, we saw Jasmine there giving flowers to Patty. Patty, Patty! Um, What's so- my name? Patty, Patty, Patty! We all know that Jasmine is a huge Patty fan, so this was nice. Um... And RuPaul says, stop being hateful assholes online. I don't know that the fan base heard this. I think this <laughs> I think this message fell upon deaf ears on the uh in on the part of the uh the fan base. I don't think I they've what I think. I don't think they've cooled down their hatred. I think they've just lit it on fire. Well, honey, may the no. bridges I burn light the way. Because <laughs> I'm hateful. And but I'm also truthful. Um, I saw the princess and Jocelyn Fox in the audience. Courtney Act mm. was having a little, um, I guess it was a dinner eating. break for her. Eating She's crisps, eating. <laughs> eating packet crisps, not even on a plate, not a napkin in sight. She's smart though, because being in there, I mean, at a certain point they cut off the they cut off the bar, and at a certain point they don't. I I don't think they have food at all the whole time. So people are just hungry and cranky. So like the smart girls sneak in some crisps, some snacks, some, you know, mm-hmm. Doritas, some Lay's, some Kukataka. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Courtney was very smart because she obviously found a bag of crispettes. <laughs> Vegemite crisps. Honey, she said, I'm going as Derek. Bilby crisps. <laughs> Bilby crunch. That's all the things Courtney's put into her body. Bilby um, Crunch and Vegemite Crisps, honey. Um, so Rue talks to Mrs. Kasha Davis about her disdain for the younger queens, and Kasha says, I'm wearing two violet chastis corsets right now on my wrists. Funny. She holds up two Diamante bracelets. It's cute, really funny. Um, and uh, she, she, 
she's uh then they move on down to the other girls. They got Max, Jaden, Miss Fame in a little moment. Um Max is actually comes off really level headed and kind of like the opposite of what they portrayed him to be her to be on the show, to the point where you're also wondering why hasn't Max been on All Stars? But maybe that's because they did him they did her so dirty the first time. But Yeah, she's, she's probably talking like to, not really in a hurry to go back in there. I mean, what are the I options though at this point? I I would I don't I haven't heard much from her, so like I'd like to see what she how her drag has changed in the past ten years yeah. and see what she's doing. This episode is is kind of good for her, I think, because they they talk about her winning and her helping the other girls and her calming the other girls down when they didn't say that they were actors and you know for it sure, makes her, which it she makes, definitely did. Yeah, um, Jaden gets a message from her mom. <laughs> Yeah, where her mother basically accepts her as a gay man and a drag queen, and she never thought oh, that wow. would happen. And um, she was apparently under the impression that she'd be having dinner with RuPaul when she went to film. And <laughs> she was like, "We were locked up," and RuPaul's like, "Yeah, that's called sequestering." And you know, RuPaul was well, thinking, "Well, you can thank your sister, bitch, from season four. She didn't say it though." Well, maybe Jaden was like watching Top Model and like the girls actually do get to hang out kind of, you know, in, in a camera environment with Tyra on Top Model. Like they do go and like have dinners and have heart to hearts. So Jaden was like, I thought we were doing that, but I was just fucking sitting in my fucking hotel room, you know, with my own thoughts, Jerking which off is definitely part of the oh, car. Um, Miss Fame brings out a chicken. Mm hmm. She holds it out because she doesn't want to shit on her couture, she says. Honey, I love it. That chicken was so cute. And I love Miss Fame. I think she's amazing. Mm -hmm. um, Trixie has a little moment with RuPaul where she really gets emotional and thanks Ru for changing her life. And then she Do does you think those tears were ordered from China? I don't know. Maybe they're from Trixie Cosmetics. <laughs> <laughs> Trixie Cosmetics are good products. Mm-hmm. How many of them do you have in your kit right now? Um, I uh, you know what? I brought the Katya um eyeshadow palette that they sent. There's like a good blue, a good red, a good pink, a bone, a black, Honey. a brown. It's good shit. I have one of Trixie's palettes. I think it might be the bottle blonde, the James Mansfield mm. collab. With the with the lavender. It's a perfect yeah. lavender and a good purple. That's what I used on Death Drop 1. Fun colors in there for sure. And I I mean, I mostly use it for the white because a good white eyeshadow will take you around the world, honey. Mm -hmm. Or just North America for now. Um, the crowd goes <laughs> wild for Katya. And they do. She gives her honest answer to RuPaul. She says that the first time RuPaul walked into the workroom, she thought RuPaul wanted to kill her. Yeah, and so she wanted to take RuPaul's she wig and put it in her mouth. Uh huh. It's very Katya, um, but she says she's gotten a big boost of self esteem from watching the show back. And Ru says yeah. Katya is a freak, and she freaking loves her. Put your freak gum dress on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, uh, Kennedy says Kennedy sent her honors. Um, uh, she says. 
she's a trained dancer. She has a bigger dick than Katya. She says the struggle is real. Um, but the, and, the segue that RuPaul says the struggle is real. She's like, that's not just a catchphrase. Your home life's a struggle too. <laughs> like the fact and that she brought up your her mama, her mom being in and out of her life. I'm, I'm, I bet she brought up her sister being disabled too, and they cut that out because I know they've talked about that before. Mm, yeah, it, it, it was not like. It was like they went with what was an easy segue instead of what was emotionally and professionally appropriate for a guest on a show. Like, yeah. they did Kennedy dirty, I thought. Well, this is this is in no way any of this is... None of this is a real conversation. I mean, it's all... They literally approve your answers to these questions backstage to make sure that what you say is, like, short and what they want you to say. And then they spring new questions on you on stage when they want to get you, which is exactly what they did to me. Mm. You can see me when my mm. conundrum, when she asked me something, I'm like... Um, Latrice does stand up and ask Trixie a question. She says, did Max speak with that fake-ass British accent in college? Like, why And Max they have says, girl... Why do they have to hit this home? Max says, it's not an accent. It's an elocution thing. And Latrice, I think on the fly, says, Elocutia? Is, is she from Inglewood? <laughs> and then RuPaul, of course, says, oh, yeah, ha, ha, some play cousin. And yeah. then ha, 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 audience laugh. And Max, you see the look on his face just going, I give up. Like, they just make a joke out of everybody. It's, it's really disheartening. But RuPaul's Drag Race is the best opportunity out there for drag queens at the moment. So, like, go with God and good luck on season 16, girls. Then we get a Delta work question. Mm-hmm. Delta. If there, a, if there was an All-Stars 2, who would you choose to compete, Kennedy? And Kennedy says that Miss Katya. And this then you see a moment where they're like, I love foreshadowing. <laughs> this is all very foreshadowing. But even RuPaul the says. The whole cast of All-Stars 2 is there. If you detox, Alaska, Alyssa, Katya, Fifi, Ginger, Ginger, was Tatiana there though? Mm -mm. Was she there? Do you see her on these hands? No. <laughs> see me with those hands. Um, who else was there? Coco. Coco's there. Coco Adore. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. eight girls, and there were ten, right? So only Tatiana and somebody else are missing. Pandora? No, that was season one. Anyway, now we're up for congeniality. Ben De La Creme comes out in this stupid look with Michelle Visage. Um, and the well, ginger. They're referencing the titty thing. Yeah, but Ben had a had an outfit that she wanted to wear, and they wouldn't let her. Oh wait, wasn't Ben on Sometimes... All Stars? Sometimes. Not two. So Sometimes you have to sacrifice the look for the sake of the bit. And I think Ben to the Creme was a good sport in this moment. When the bit I think is it paid funny. Off. I think the bit was very funny. It was a sight gag that really got a reaction. Mm. Were you there or were you at the bar during it? I was probably gone by that point. but um, <laughs> I don't see how that matters. Uh, uh, Kajia so, wins the title of Miss Congeniality and wins a cash prize of $5,000. Uh, 
Uh, and she thanks everyone in Russian. Love it. And then RuPaul brings out the top three, and Bianca appears in a shimmering silver head-to-toe outfit, which is a moment, honestly. This is the moment. This is the moment. That solidified the give-up girls. Like, Bianca's give-up was amazing. Violet's give-up was amazing. Well, Jinx's was really gorgeous, too. Let's yeah, not well, forget of course that. it was gorgeous, because look at how she looked her whole season. Okay, why don't we take a break Jade and be bitch. right back. They come in through the audience. Yeah, which the I girls, like. Yeah, the girls get a chance to come through the audience. Hands touching uh, hands. Hands touching hands. Mimi glaring her, at Violet, trying to eat her soul. That is Tati. That is Tati. That's Miss Tati. <laughs> okay, She's then. There. Right in front the of Jocelyn. The entire cast was present in the room where it happened. I did not know anything about All Stars 2 at this point. It was still just... David did. All, you know, rumors, conjecture, and all of us hoping, because we thought it was never going to happen. And that's... The moment that I finally got excommunicated because I emailed Theron saying, hey, there's this opportunity to for me to go to this gay kids camp and I would really like to do it, but they want to secure it now. So if I can't do it, it's in July. Please let me know. And he said, there are no plans to use you in July, but we we were keeping you in mind for other opportunities. I was like, "Okay, cool. And then I went on Twitter and told people, nope, I'm not doing it. But they told me it's happening. And that was the last time I was ever in the good graces. Well, did you think that doing that would would make them happy? I didn't think because at that point, I lived a lot of my life online. I was a big YouTuber and like living in the comments and just talking out loud and saying, no, I'm not doing All Stars 2. Everybody knew it was happening. Like I knew, hmm. our 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 management team knew by that point when they filmed this. They filmed this finale in what, April or May? It was July, two months later. We knew it was happening. You may not have known you were on it, but I knew it was happening. And that's why I was specifically, hmm. like, because I had a life and I had other things to do, but should I have set it online? No, I guess I shouldn't have, but I was the one that like the next couple of days are like, this person has confirmed that it's happening and blah, blah, blah. And World of Wonder was not happy with me, which is kind of like, De rigor, I guess. But the finale, <laughs> the girls look great. Ginger switched Let's talk hair. About the looks. Yeah. Yes. I mean, they they all switched hair. Ginger is she's wearing black velvet, if you please, s'il vous plaît. Mm-hmm. Um she also I think did she change a lip too? She got like a, a deeper, sultrier lip here going on. I think so. She, She's got jewels in the hair, hair uh, jacked up to Jesus. There's bejewelments. Um, she looks beautiful. Uh, um, Pearl. Looks Pearl is like... staying in her theme. She's kept everything very white, very, very nude, very neutral in the hair and the garments. And this is another installment in that series. And I think this is, she looks great. It's giving boudoir Corseted angel slut. In the Lovely. Oh, yeah. Very that. Violet And then, looks of course, like Violet is... She's the event. I mean, she kind of saved the best for last year. Definitely. This is such a such an event. iconic moment. 
it's also the color violet, which is her name. Mm-hmm. So gorgeous. Um, and then stoned Paul, and crystallized. This is House of Caney or whatever, right? I don't know, but it's good. It's great. And then Bianca and comes out, again, standing ovation. Oh, there's Mariah Paris Balenciaga in the audience. Mm-hmm. I know you said it already, but Bianca does look really, really cool as the you know Silver Surfer. She looks even really her, great. Even her earlobes and the back of her neck are done. It's, be- it's, it's beautiful. Um, she's got her new teeth in. Oh, there's LaShawn behind <laughs> P- Pandora. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's just gorgeous. She's upstaging RuPaul, actually. It's been absolutely unreal. I've had this amazing journey. I've been able to travel the world, spread my hate, do my thing. I No, truly, I've been in Australia, London, Amsterdam, Akron, Ohio, places I never expected to visit. It's been unreal and amazing. And I have to say that because of this opportunity that this lady has given me, it's changed my life. So therefore, I cannot thank you enough. It's been amazing. So respect it. Respect it. Thank you. Respect it. That's sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to yell at people to respect. <laughs> girl. Uh, and then a um, winner is crowned, but first RuPaul says, Katya, bring me a glass of water. And this is just an insult to all of the girls who are waiting. And it proves that RuPaul does not care about any of these girls and their feelings. <laughs> And it's her show and her rules. Yeah. It's just hilarious. Oh, Kylie Sonique. We didn't talk about Kylie being there. And Ivy Winters. So many, many, many girls. Then Kachi comes out and gives RuPaul a sip of water from a water bottle. There's the princess. princess. Was that Didi? And the winner is... This whole episode has just been us rewinding... And looking for our friends in the audience. Hey, princess. <laughs> well, that's hey, the best Dee Dee. part. Yes, princess is in there. That's the best part. It really is, honestly. Because uh, we get to look back and everyone's like, everyone looks so great. And, you know, they went Kacha's out and in had a, a great time. And, in a $14.99 wig. Drag superstar. Um, is. Violet Chachki. Now let's. Put it on mute and watch Ginger smile as she claps. Dun, 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 dun. You don't. Well, they did three endings, so she's acting. Oh, did they do three endings this year, too? Of course. They're not going to do the real ending in front of a fucking live studio audience of shady faggots. Was that House of Avalon there? No, that was Danny Francesi and uh, his ex. But Donna House Bellissima. of Avalon was there. House of Donna Avalon was darling. <laughs> um, Violet Chachki is the is the winner, and she says, "Come through." Mm-hmm. She's handed over the scepter. They no longer deal with the formality of the crown because it's too hectic. She prances. She gives. Now, was Violet the one that you were expecting to win this season? And don't, girl, don't get. Don't get me in trouble because I asked her. 
I asked her on a podcast right after she won, and we were on the, it was the AAA Girls podcast, mm -hmm. and I asked her the question, like, do you think your win was controversial? And and Violet was like, no, but I think it's controversial that you tweeted that people who steal crowns ne will never win. Well, look at me now, bitch, because yes, I stole Sharon's crown, and fucking, and like, really let me have it she on her. She in and she did not give a fuck and it was hilarious and you were gagged. I was flummoxed. But we were even more gagged that we weren't being paid for I six weeks to work. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It was, it was a tryout for the Sirius Network for out their out radio well, channel. The tryout the tryout didn't go very seriously. <laughs> no, actually the tryout was their highest rated tryout ever from what I heard from Sirius afterwards. But the problem was they already knew that the out channel was being replaced by Andy Cohen's channel and that even if we did do great, there was not going to be a spot for us on the out TV, on the out channel lineup like they had promised. And Jake Slane told me all of this. Huh. I was like, that's huh. weird. And you actually let us keep working then for free? It was a very strange situation, but I'll never be in that situation again. Um, Violet, I'm so happy to see her win. I did not care who won, frankly. I thought that it would have been great if Ginger won. Um, I thought Pearl could have won, too. Um, I doubted that she would, but I thought she could have just because the amount that they were pushing her through, basically. Well, I we all want to know if Ginger's name was on that check, and... We can find out because we have Ginger Minge as our special guest on this season. She's been great all season long. She's neat. She's petite. She's ready to eat. She's got the gift of gab and she's coming in hot with a little bit of Ginger, Ginger Mingefo. Can you tell us the deal with season seven? Was your name on the check? Did you win? Uh, did the check not clear? Were the funds not available for WoW? So they said, Violet will do it for less. Let's give it to her. I have absolutely no idea. You know, I've heard every possible fan theory. I've heard mm -hmm. every um, conspiracy story that's out there. Uh, but the only thing that I know is that I didn't win. Uh, mm. <laughs> I, I thought that it was such a great season Right up until the end, you know, it really had me. Um, <laughs> right the, up the until shock, that. That nice M. Night Shyamalan twist right there at the end. <laughs> uh, no, um, I don't know. I've heard that my name was on the check. I've heard that it was a last minute thing. I heard that people went over RuPaul's head and she wasn't happy. I heard she made the decision. But at the end of the day, I don't think any of it really matters because it doesn't change the course of history. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. Some girls fall off hoops, some girls eat fruit loops. <laughs> exactly. Oh, wow. We would love to hear from y'all listening to what you think that we should do in the future uh, for coverage. If you want to hear us do Canada versus the world, if you want to hear us do uh, Drag Race Sweden, if you want us to champion Drag Race Senegal. We're um, in the clear for Canada versus the world if you want to do it. I got confirmation that I want to do a it. Lot of when does it start? November 18th. So we would have to do two weeks of season eight. Right. 
And then, so art, you know, stay tuned. Over the next month, the cover art for this podcast is going to change three times. I think that's why people tune into our podcast, the cover art. Yeah. Right? It is. They just <laughs> want to see the, the wild cover arts. Oh, um, wait. No, I'm season eight has that. horrible art. It's the housewife art. Remember Derek's uh, square head and Bob's terrible promo and that better red hair? Do, you better do Derek Barry's promo, honey. Yeah, can you take it while you're in the UK? Can you do Derek Ugh. Barry's promo? Oh, my God. Alaska, what are you going to do? You know I'm just going to send you an old picture and make you change the color of it. We've you done all that. the old pictures. You haven't You know ones. that's what I'm going to do. No, you got to flip it around, make it uh, left to right axis horizontal. How about this? Why don't we type into an AI generator, Willem and Alaska as bright colored housewives, and then see what comes up. And that can be the promo picture. For season eight. Phil. Honey, I'm not doing a photo shoot. I can't even do girl. You don't want to show everybody your new acrylics? Why show when they can hear them? Phil, if you're listening, will you generate some image art for us for season eight and Canada versus the world? Baby, I will take a picture. You don't have to bribe me to let people see who I am because I love I know, myself. You took that great Katya picture for this season. Yeah, too. and you know what shoes I was wearing? Those boots that Todrick lost. Todrick, oh. get me those fucking boots, bitch. Run me my boots. Please go to Arturo, the shoe guy in Beverly Hills, and get him to custom make me some new boots. Because I know you were on the Christmas tour with Murray and Peter, so you're going to get some ducats there. And I know you're doing your Femulin tour because Six is doing your makeup. And I know you, you people are buying your tickets. It's all sold out. So run me some fucking boots. Who's bed have your boots been under? Not mine, because they're lost in the uh. Ukraine. Because that's where they got lost when he brought them there. The Ukraine in January, a war-torn country. With well, my mosquito boots. Ugh. Well, we are going to be starting season eight next week. I can't believe season eight originally premiered on March seventh, twenty sixteen, and here we are six years later, beginning our review. You know, wow. we like to be timely with what we do here. We're like a gay uh, fucking almanac. It's very nice to be in classic mode, no, 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 don't you no. think? And we want to thank you some another queen in the kingdom, another crown on the head, uh, another uh, bouquet of wilted roses. Uh, but we want to thank you so much for joining us for Race Chaser, Chaser. Classique this week. week. Classique this week. Yeah. Oh, I'm Willem. <laughs> And I'm Alaska. And we would love for you to write a review of our podcast on your podcast app. And don't forget to subscribe. Take a moment to leave us a little rating, too. Uh And you can sign up for Mom, or you should sign up for Mom Plus at Mm -hmm. mompodcast.plus, where you can access all of our mom shows ad-free, and many of them a day early, plus exclusive bonus episodes and monthly video episodes of this podcast, Race Chaser. And you can follow the dolls on Instagram and Twitter at Willem at the only Alaska 5000 at Race Chaser Pod and uh, Mom Podcasts on Instagram and TikTok is at Mom Podcasts. And please email us at racechaserpodcast at gmail.com with any uh, flagrant errors or discussion. <laughs> and uh, let us know. And we will be back next week with more discussion, dissection, dissection, and dissemination. Come through. Come through. Race chasers.
Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for an entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, audio, and video clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respected trademark and or copyright holders. M. Oh. M. Mom! To listen to Race Chaser ad-free, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. Race Chaser is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Alaskan Willem. And produced by Big Dipper. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfog, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfog 5000.